0: Welcome to The Label Podcast, a show about disability, illness and difference. I'm Lucy. And I'm Alice. I'm
1: so much more yeah. what, what you see. And we that's Lola. We live our lives differently.
0: identity, and this is who I'm meant to be. I'm just labelled me. I'm just
1: Don't forget in this episode i might swear lucy might cry and you can check out details of the trigger warnings on our website
0: hi guys and welcome to a, a well a brand new episode i'm all over the shop because this is slightly out of um kilter for what we usually do uh, but we've got a, a brand new episode of the label podcast nevertheless i am lucy
1: and this is alice hi alice hi lucy as as nice. lucy said Everybody, this is going to be a bit different this week. Uh, no guess. You, you literally text me. You literally text me a, a half an hour ago and said, "Can you just
0: hop on Squadcast?" So Shall here we just are. do this. Yeah.
1: yeah. I I feel like it sounds like we're breaking up.
0: No, we're not. And it was. I'm, I'm afraid, listeners, you're not that lucky. We're still going to continue. <laughs> We've not had a row. No. We're just having a bit of a therapy session.
1: Yeah, because well, we do have some slightly crappy news to be mm. sharing with you guys um mm. and i feel moderately responsible for it not because it's my fault but because i feel like i should have looked into just just a bit more legwork but um i'll stop i'll stop beating around the bush so as you guys know we've been making a big fuss about um our competition where we were going to take one of our wonderful listeners to go and see Rosie Jones at the Leicester Comedy Festival. Uh, We announced in our newsletter a couple of weeks ago that the wonderful listener that we would be taking would be Molly Salter. Got all excited about that. We had a series of emails with molly trying to find out what her access requirements were going to be and then i got all excited and was talking to husband in the Tesco's about it and talking about where it is and said oh it's at the the big difference in leicester which is what used to be the cookie and he went isn't that in the basement and i was like no they've got ground floor like i've been on the ground floor it's you know and and he was like i think you should check that And so I I promptly came home and uh, Googled it and the venue that they are holding, I believe, the majority, if not all of the events for the Leicester Comedy Festival is this place called The Big Difference, which has got a accessible ground floor entrance, uh, but only stairs down to the basement, which is where all of the performances will be taking place obviously that is a problem for those of us amongst the team who do not have working legs lucy and i have just been talking about her potentially just deciding that her legs work now and she's going to walk uh perhaps if she has a rest first um cuz you know it's, i assume something you haven't tried before lucy just just deciding you'll walk now and it's fine no I have I did suggest to
0: Alice that maybe I rest my legs until um, the Rosie Jones gig from now until the Rosie Jones gig. However, um doesn't matter how much rest I have in my legs. Um, the my legs have been disconnected from the main switchboard and just won't work. So it's going to be a bit difficult to do that because they just, you know, it doesn't matter. How, I don't miraculously go. Oh, yeah, I, it's fine. I can get down up and down that mountain. I'll just uh, turn my legs on, give it give it 48 hours, we'll be fine. Um, and also, I've spoken to Alice this afternoon, and uh, the lady at the venue, when Alice asked, so there's no, you know, there's no lift or anything, or, you know, other alternative route into the basement, uh,
1: the lady at the venue said, no, uh, well, there's, a, there's only a couple of steps. It's a short flight of stairs, she said uh, to me. There you go. Um, so, doesn't matter how
0: big the, the staircase is, I cannot
1: I cannot get down stairs. I did wonder, you know, how keen Lucy was to see Rosie Jones and whether we could just fling her down the stairs and hope that Rosie would catch her at the bottom. <laughs> Maybe like a limp, so it doesn't hurt. <laughs> <laughs> Put a crash out on, it's fine. So, as much as Lucy and I are making light of this, um, I just want to take a couple of minutes... Myself to say that I feel, as I say, very responsible for this because Leicester is as close to being my home city as any city, really. uh And this was my idea, and I saw it and kind of ran away with it and got excited. And having had be having been to the place myself, I knew that there was a ground floor and didn't really think any further than that. So I think one of the things that this is sort of got me to think about is and it's something i've you know we've talked about before about how we do all a little bit live in our own little inclusivity bubble that i can't help but feel like you know had lucy been in my shoes she would have done the excuse the phrase extra legwork to uh (laughs) to find out you know a little bit more about the venue and be like yes this is definitely accessible for everybody whereas i sort of went yeah i'm sure that seems accessible let's let's do this Mm. so you know i'm i'm cross with myself for not doing that bit of extra research because i feel like i got excited lucy got excited molly was excited we were all excited and now it's shit and I mean, there's there's another element to this that I think Lucy and I are going to go on and talk about, about disabled performers in inaccessible spaces. But I think, you know, the thing that I, I'm feeling most at the moment about this is, I was really looking forward to it. It was going to be fun and it's really, really, really shit. So this, this is, yeah.
0: Yeah, sorry, Alice. This is what always gets me a little bit. The fact that when you are disabled, and you, it can be of any disability, the act of being spontaneous you know, and going, you have having to going out on Friday night to the pub or to a comedy gig or whatever. You, as a disabled person, you are robbed of every opportunity to be spontan- spontaneous and have that level of. The, wherever I go out of the house, anywhere to anywhere new, th- there is always that level of. Oh God, am I going to be all right? Can I get in here? Where the toilet? Whenever I go anywhere, I'm called, the first thing I do is look mm-hmm. for where the toilet is. Um, and quite simply, if I don't know a place has got uh, you know adequate access, and um, it's not very easy to get hold of the person who can say um, yes, it is accessible, or no, it isn't accessible. that again causes panic but then when you ask somebody (coughs) at a venue um you know is it accessible they give you a very generic sort of sweeping step of yeah yeah you can get in it's fine they don't know anything about me i then have to feel like i have to tell them my access needs in minute detail which sometimes is very personal information because i need to feel confident enough to go to these buildings and if i don't know i don't go that's the be all and end all of it really um and it's probably one of the one of the things in my whole there's probably two things that really piss me off about being disabled um and that is probably number one in the in the list of things that really that can get in the bin do you know what i mean um i'm not cross with alice about this at all because you know it's an easy mistake to make she'd been to the venue before and thought that that as i would have thought surely if it's a disabled comedian uh, who has got disabled fans they will put her in the most accessible arena won't they that's what that's that's just that's just that that's just our disabled brains with logic isn't it really i think and
1: and i think you know i think this is one of the things that this has got sort of got me thinking about is I don't ever want to play disability top trumps, but mm-hmm. there is an element of privilege to being ambulatory, to being able to mobilize independently that makes the outside world, in many ways, easier to kind of navigate and makes it easier for you to be included and that goes for me and I mean my assumption is that Rosie doesn't have difficulty with stairs no um god forbid that she gets there and she goes I know it's only a short flight of stairs but I can't manage that what, she, what are they going to do about her performance what I would do is I'd get them to carry
0: me on a sedan chair down the stairs <laughs> like the queen I am yeah, singing
1: god save the queen <laughs> yeah yes exactly i'll expect Uh, no less yes but it that's one of the things that's kind of that it's had me you know thinking about is that in terms of spontaneity i i am fortunate that generally i've got a brilliant group of friends and family and if anybody comes to me and goes oh let's do this i know i can rely on them to facilitate access and support me to engage with things, whereas there is no amount of kind of facilitation that your family or your friends can do that will enable you to access a space that's got stairs. It, mm-hmm. And it's that's, you know, I think that's one of the things that is, I've, I, I know, I have always known in kind of principle, but I think one of the things one of the reasons that I'm so cross and upset with myself about this is because I really feel like as your friend I should have been more aware of your needs I should have thought it through more and I didn't see kind of beyond the the bubble of my own access needs and what I'm used to and I I mean this is it's shitty that this is my learning kind of thing that that i'm gonna learn from but you can bet your fucking ass i won't be doing that again (laughs) everywhere i go from now on i'll be like well lucy can't get in here and they'll be like lucy's not coming (laughs) i don't care (laughs) she can't get in i will send the cardboard
0: cut out of me so that you can carry it wherever you go (laughs) yeah yeah this is is my co-host and (laughs) friend. don't talk to her though she can't speak um she's cardboard um (laughs) um yeah i know it's just i mean it is i won't lie i am i am disappointed but at the end of the day you can't be so hard on yourself it's the it's the the i think that what you what you told me about the lady on the phone the attitude of the the venue um they haven't answered our emails which would have made it a hell of a lot easier you had to go all the way into oh god yeah
1: yeah like fucking if if you if anybody (laughs) out there is like oh you know alice deserves some kind of karmic retribution for this me trying to get home from leicester which should be a four minute walk to the bus stop from the big difference and then a 20 minute bus journey it took me walking to three count it three different (laughs) not bus stops but bus fucking like big you know what are they called loose whether the big like terminal things yeah oh, three, bus three, three bus stations <laughs> before going fuck this i'm getting on a train and then walking for 20 minutes just to get on very very straightforward nice lady at the train station went would you like some help getting down to the platform i said no if you can just tell me which platform it is and she said oh it's platform two it's not the next train it's the one after i said thank you got on the train was home not problem. Fuck you, Leicestershire County Council. I hate you <laughs> and all of your bus services.
0: Okay. So we might have a lawsuit by with Rosie Jones and the County <laughs> Council at
1: this right now. Uh, <laughs> I'm very so, glad you didn't yeah. have a gin before we started this. Um oh, I think that would have calmed me. I don't I don't think do alcohol think... makes I don't know. I have I I'm so fucking all over the place right now. I am an emotional just just hot mess. So it did
0: could have been anything. <laughs> I, did, I did actually say when Alice said, "Can you can we just jump on and record this episode?" I said, "Is it a case of I'm I Lucy might swear and Alice might cry rather than Lucy might cry and Alice might swear because uh, um, I get, get me already
1: sworn." So <laughs> yes,
0: I am, um, but I do get very passionate about these sorts of things, and it's just you know I uh, I don't really know what the solution is really I don't you know I think it's because it's my day job I work with accessibility all the time and I know what is is I mean everybody's accessibility journey is different I mean that's how much of a arsehole I am. I'm just said yeah. accessibility journey <laughs> <thinking> um, that. <laughs> but um, yeah it, it is different what is what this is why reviews on google and tripadvisor about access written by a disabled person are all very well and good but if that disabled person has a vision impairment like alice does if alice has gone on TripAdvisor and written a review about um i don't know some pub somewhere and i've gone on to that a few weeks later gone on to that review if You like the pub there you go if i've gone to that review and i'm going well, <laughs> oh, let me just read about the disability, and that is like one of four reviews that are all written by people who are blind who've got a hearing impairment who are autistic that sort of stuff that's not why they are going to be focusing on what is right for them not is what not what is right or what i need out of a venue you know they might be talking about low level lighting well all i really need to know is is there a disabled toilet if you've not visited the disabled toilet you're not going to be able to tell me are you you know yeah. Because who else is such a sado that it goes, yeah, there's a disabled toilet, it's quite spacious and it doesn't stink. Because that's <laughs> what a <laughs> geek I am, really, do you know what I mean? Um, yeah, it, it, I just, it winds me up because I think to myself, you are missing, and they're missing out on so much, the purple pound, you know, at the spending power of
1: disabled people is and this is this is the other side of this conversation that i wanted us to have you know why i insisted on dragging lucy into recording when she's been planning to spend the day sitting on her house in her jammies (laughs) um was the almost audacity of an event organizer to go will make some profit and yes i know the leicester comedy festival is all for a non-profit charitable organization but we'll get some money out of a popular disabled comic because they can that they'll, they'll bring they'll bring in an audience and we want that audience's money but it looks
0: good on our diversity tick box scheme
1: yeah yeah but can't can't have disabled actually a disabled audience there
0: screw the rest of them
1: we don't want just, their plebs. Just this one,
0: this yeah, one that's the, useful to us. Just the one that's on the telly that everybody knows about. Yeah. I mean, we understand it. We are fans of Rosie Jones. We get it. If we had the yep. opportunity to have Rosie Jones on our podcast or comedy festival, not that we arrange comedy festivals, because to be quite honest, me and Alice would be top of that bill. We're hilarious. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I'm not cut for this. I'm not. I'm just going off for coffee here. Huh? It's ridiculous. But you can't, like, to my mind, like, in my head, the marketing person from Leicester Comedy Festival or who, where, whoever is responsible for booking that venue would go, okay, so who've we got on the bill? We've got Rosie Jones. Okay, let's have a look at her de- demographic of fans and supporters. Oh, they're disabled. Have we got everything in place um, for disabled people to come to that venue no oh well just stick them downstairs in the basement (laughs) who puts people downstairs in the basement why are we still using basements it's not the victorian era anymore stop it cordon them off
1: they are they are just um just just cold damp and dark aren't they as well as inaccessible they're creepy Um, if you ask me that's where the bodies are (laughs) but i mean this is I think as well, you know, it's it's not just Rosie, there's several uh disabled acts on at um at the festival this year. Um, people with, you know, a a myriad of different disabilities and access needs. Uh Harriet Dyer, who I also have tickets to see in the basement at the cookie. Um and uh, the gent who we were talking about the other day, whose name I still can't remember, and even though I've just tried to Google it quickly, can't find him. Uh, vi- visually impaired stand up. Yes. Yeah, there are people out there going, "Oh, this guy, it's that guy, it's that guy." Yes, that's who it is. That's who that's we're talking about. We just don't remember his name. Yeah. Um, him, you know. <laughs> so it's not. It's it's not like um, this is, and. A, a, an indiverse, indiverse,
0: undiverse, undiverse, not indiverse. Indiverse is like inwards. Mind you, I suppose that works.
1: It's not, it's, it's, it's not just a bunch of like straight white able bodied men for once yes. in comedy, yeah. which you know, big deal. But, mm-hmm. um, yeah, but you know, it's, <laughs> and I mean. There is a little voice in my head that's going, oh well, at least they've got disabled acts on. It's like that's something, but I think uh, I don't think that's fucking good enough, personally. Mm-hmm. Nope. You know, do um, you recognise that we exist, but only, like I said, only the ones that you can profit from,
0: only the ones that are shiny and you know, mm-hmm. um, um, are slightly more mainstream, and that that's the less frightening side of the disability, yeah, isn't it, really, yeah. You know? Um, yeah. So, so non disabled people might be listening to this and thinking, why why is Lucy not more cross and upset about this? Believe me, this is not the first time this has happened. It won't be that. If I got upset every time I couldn't get in anywhere, I would be exhausted all of the time. I mean, I am exhausted all of the time, really. I'm just like a tired turtle. Um, <laughs> but. Um, yeah, yeah. hibernate. That's where you're going wrong. Do they hibernate or is that tortoise? Turtle, turtle, aren't turtles in water?
1: Anyway. I don't know. I know somebody who's got either a turtle or a tortoise. It's one of the the literally ones. It's a tortoise. And, it won't be a and, turtle. And he hibernates and he sleeps in a copper box in their f- um fridge in their garage. I'm in a sure fridge. fridge? Yeah. Because it's in got to be it. like a... Maintainable temperature, I think. I we have digressed a little bit,
0: <laughs> but you know, let's roll with it. Um, yeah, this that's why I am I mean, I am disappointed. It, it, I am sad. I was looking forward to a night out with Alice. I've only seen Alice in the flesh once. Um, and I was really looking, I was forward, to looking forward to, yeah, for you and, to meet Adam and Molly, yeah,
1: but we can, know, yeah, we can do that, you know, yeah, we can do that. We can, we can, we can, I know. An actual uh, an listener. actual like actual person an actual listener who's not like you know our mums <laughs> again not that my mum no
0: neither does my neither does my, my sister she told me yesterday Really. At work had, yeah my sister had said that she told me yesterday that somebody at work had seen me on the itv central news which we were on before christmas um and she said "Oh, why your sister's podcast about she was like i don't know some disability or something <laughs> and she was like she do
1: thinking. you listen
0: and my sister was like no i have a prattling on in my ear all the time which is true she does so, um, yeah,
1: it's the so same, yeah the same reason why i know that they my husband doesn't listen is because he's like i hear enough of your fucking voice droning on constantly <laughs> exactly you know i don't expect them to listen but um yeah so
0: we I was looking forward to it, but it doesn't mean we've got to say we can't do it. It just have to be a another time.
1: Yeah. And if anybody um, from ITV Central is listening to this, would like us to <sighs> kick off like to come and film, you know, film us meeting again, but this time meeting a <laughs> listener in a um, car park <laughs> <laughs> with a cardboard cut out of Rosie Jones in a spoon. <laughs> <laughs> My friend did say when uh, we put up the pictures of us meeting for the first time, she was like, of course you met in a fucking pub. Yeah, of course <laughs> we did. Although
0: technically it wasn't a pub, it was a restaurant, but it looked like a pub. It wasn't a pub. And
1: and it was, it was accessible to everybody. <laughs> it, so that was, was
0: the important thing. I even, we even made sure that the window, you know, we were near a window so that you could see my face. Poor you. <laughs> um... <laughs> But yeah, so you know, these things happen. It's disappointing. I'm b- quite cross. Not necessarily with Alice, not necessarily with Rosie Jones, but with the organizers. It's quite short-sighted really. This whole Yeah. Um oh, we want disabled people, but we just want the nice ones that everybody knows off the telly. When are we going to get well-known disabled people? So that we are known off the telly and then when we say...
1: <laughs> so that we, we wanna... can go to these places and be like, not the rest of you disabled yeah. people, you're not good enough.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so basically, you know, when we go places, they shut it off. Like, you if we, we want to go Primark or whatever
1: for a big shot, <laughs> for socks, they could just shut Primark off. Yeah. But that's, that's your thing. goal, is it, Lou? Yeah, yeah, yeah. To yeah, be yeah, famous so... enough for them to close Primark.
0: And then close Nando's after, for afters. We can go Nando's
1: wow you have, you have really really high hopes for yourself yeah. don't you
0: yeah 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 high hopes for my career yeah
1: um
0: but yeah it's um yeah I'm, I, yeah at uh, times like this you have to kind of direct your anger to the right place it's no good me getting cross with alice because it was not alice's yeah. fault
1: no and i'm i'm trying not to get too cross with myself and yeah um at the point of recording i haven't actually spoken to molly yet i've been trying to catch her not because she's been unavailable i've just been shit and keep forgetting um and so we haven't sort of broken the news to her we will obviously do that before we tell everybody else yeah. <laughs> um, my body, you're not coming anymore <laughs> yeah.
0: it's off um on.
1: so we'll and i think you know we will try and and rectify this with molly and with kind of The rest of you of trying to organise something else, maybe sorting out another competition of some kind where I don't know, we'll give away. Me and Lucy will take to Greg's or something. Um, (laughs) But in your Greg's in your town of choice, make sure and
0: the onus is on you, the competition winner, to make sure we can get in. It's not a set of steps. (laughs) How many Gregs are on a set of steps? <laughs> I was going to say, I don't know if the Greggs are, are famously inaccessible. <laughs> have you seen those posh Gregs that have got seating areas and tables like a cafe? So you can we sit have, down and eat your sauce. I just in
1: Oh, what? We've got Loughborough. Yeah. All, it's like all of about 450 people. We've got two fucking Gregs. We've got about, yeah, we've got two in Litchfield and then
0: there's one. I saw what I went into Birmingham not long ago, and there's one like on the side of the road near a busy like highway. I'm like, who would want to stop for a break when you're going down like the M6 or whatever it is? Pretty sure we've
1: got like eight subways in this town as well. We're very very healthy in this town. It's very much (laughs) like the Loughborough Uni runners, and then the rest of us just shuffling out of subway with eight (laughs) sandwiches.
0: (laughs) Yeah, you've got sporty Loughborough, and then the rest of you. sandwich love bro (laughs) sandwich yeah spoiler love bro sandwich love bro Um, but yeah so that's where we are with this Um, if Rosie wants to make it up to us and come on to our podcast please feel free and email at gmail.com and we will uh, get you on the show
1: and I think we're going to um, we're going to use this opportunity to do something I want to say positive Um, By trying to raise some awareness with the organisers, perhaps talk to some local press about the impact that this sort of thing has on the disabled community at large and also obviously this particular uh, situation. But I think, you know, I think it's, it's just one of those, it's just complete, complete oblivion on on the part mm. of the organizers of mm. you know go of of just going Rosie Jones is funny it doesn't matter that she's disabled we like her but actually again this is the thing that that i i come back to time and time again is that yes i am a person and i've got all of these other things and i am not just disabled but you cannot separate who I am no. from my disability and I don't know Rosie Jones's personal feelings on that topic but I I, I can't imagine having a different approach to it and no. to be a performer with a disability and know that people within my community are excluded because of where i'm performing because of the mm-hmm. venue because mm-hmm. of of things that can be managed differently as well i think this is the thing you know we're not saying um Lucy, you know lucy can't access the venue because lucy can't breathe oxygen and so she's only <laughs> you know can go very specific it's it's this is absolutely a surmountable problem you know yeah. we can overcome uh, this we can resolve this
0: uh, and again exactly i'm not being A Kim Kim Kardashian type, but I'm sorry, I'm not coming. I can't. Uh, If it's in a basement, I'm not going sitting in a basement. No, I'm doing that. Hmm. It's not that.
1: I think Lucy would crawl over hot coals. Oh yeah, my god, would I? Provided (laughs) they were nice, accessible hot (laughs) coals. (laughs) Provided they were nice and smooth. Um, (laughs) But it is, and it's, but it's a bit like
0: if slash when. We get to the stage where we get to do live events with our podcast, with an audience, which hopefully one day we will. God, I don't know when, but you know, a dream. It's a dream. It's on there. It's on the, like five year mark.
1: Um, it's on my um, what's it called? My
0: my vision board. Yes, yeah, the vision board. Um, we, I mean, even now as podcasters now, we bend over backwards. To make sure that we are accessible as possible. If we're, do, if we're not doing something that we think that our listeners think we should be doing, we listen and we take it on board and we do what we can where we can. We provide transcripts to go out with every episode. And this isn't us going, aren't we great, aren't we brilliant? But we serve, this podcast serves a community of people who have additional needs. There's no escaping that. If we were to put on an event that was Accessible to me and Alice but ex- not accessible to everybody else. And it it's meant that just half our audience. It's what come. you
1: fucking preach, isn't it? it pre- preach. So yeah. Exactly. It's just it's just um, you know, put your money where your fucking mouth is.
0: And I think that if you know, if we put an event on and we realise that half our audience couldn't come because, you know, of something we'd put in place at that venue, both me and Alice would be horrified. We really would. I know we would, because I know Alice,
1: you know? And it's just... It's not like, you know, Lucy and I, at the the time of recording, again, uh, we're without a transcriptionist at the moment. Our previous transcriptionist, Sarah, has gone on to do another job and, you know, brilliant, we're very happy for her. It has left me and Lucy tearing our hair out, trying to get transcripts done. But... It's it's just tough shit. That's what we want to do. We have to do that because it matters to us Mm -hmm. that people who need transcripts of audio content have it. And so we just fucking do it. Even if you know there have been times where I am up. uh, I've been up till two o'clock in the morning getting a transcript done. When it's you know due out. We're supposed to go out at midnight, and I'm like, I've got it. Like I'm. Doing it as quickly as I can, but we do it, and you know, it's yeah. hard. And like, yes, I'm, sounds like I'm complaining, and I'm not. What I'm I'm not complaining is what I'm saying no. is we do no. it because it's the outcome is worth the work because the outcome is our responsibility. We don't see, exactly, and even you know, it's not like we see it. It's not like we see people in front of us going, "Oh, excellent! I've got the transcript now," but yeah it's it's just exactly it's our responsibility and our audience means that means enough to us that we put the effort in and yeah i think that that's that's the thing that is really galling about this is that it's a charity that is there to try and break down health inequalities and to try and you know make a big difference and yet mm-hmm. they they're not looking far enough at even making what is essentially a fundraising event accessible.
0: Mm. And I don't know how many meetings that event has gone through and how many discussions they've had with how many people, but for some, you just know that the issue of accessibility has been completely left off that mm-hmm. list of, of things to mm-hmm. talk about we we talk about things to do with our podcast weekly about and we make lists we have lists upon lists upon lists. we add we've got a list and that list keeps getting added to we've never reached the bottom of that list because it's important to us that we keep an open dialogue and we discuss things that may be bothering us or concerning us or that we can do differently because we care about it and when you realize that these event organizers they they don't to me it looks at them at the moment at this point in time it looks to me like they don't care um and that that is the bit that's hurtful
1: It, yeah it was at the bottom of their list and yeah. they went oh completely you just
0: know yeah. and i don't care how much sort of oh we're really sorry we're i just don't that's been left off the list okay i, I you, you can't you won't ever convince me otherwise unless You've got a very good reason and out of everything that is upsetting and unnerving about this whole situation that is the thing that upsets me most the fact that to me now looking at, as we stand now um it looks like those organizers don't care about me they don't want my money so
1: um that's fine then
0: you don't, don't want my money that's-
1: that that's the thing is they've obviously gone. Um, oh, I, you know, the, if it was on their list, they've glanced at it and gone, oh, well, it it'll be fine, and just it, yeah, no, they haven't thought. Because how
0: many other disabled, how many disabled people actually want to come out at nine o'clock at night to see yeah. a gig? They'll be they'll all in bed. They'll all, they'll all, they'll all be in bed having taken medication and gone to sleep. So you know let's not worry about that. That that to me is what is hurtful and upsetting and it's just another little societal barrier that I we we
1: have got to climb over. Not me, we. Yeah. And I think that <laughs> that's the thing that is the most like uh, like the most galling about this is that the big difference is supposed to be a charity to combat health inequalities and actually the people who experience a huge amount of health inequalities they're minority groups and the biggest minority group in the world is the disabled community Mm -hmm. and to just to just be like oh we're raising money to combat inequalities in our local community but not access inequalities because disabled people don't want to go out and do things, and it's just it's it's just doing something with one hand and something else with the other it's just not and it it does it feels really personal I think because it's a disabled comic that it's related to and I want to make it really clear like as far as we know Rosie and her people have absolutely no idea or control over, you know, venue choice and stuff like that. The fact that, pretty much as far as I can tell, all of the um, performances are happening in this one place—it's, um, I don't think That's they would the, have had that... any input. They went, "Oh, this place is cheap. This place is in a convenient location. That you know," and they they've gone, "Oh, this is brilliant. It means that we'll be able to maximise the profits for the." The fundraising event the the charity that we're fundraising for but that's it's just i don't know it just it just feels like you should be you should be wanting people to come to your event whoever those people are yeah you know like what if what if the people that you're helping to overcome health inequalities what if they wanted to come but they can't because they can't get down a short flight of stairs or they can't get up a short flight of stairs or they or they can't do either <laughs> In well, my case. Or, or it's i mean my understanding my understanding of that basement room is that it's all of about eight foot square so uh you know david said it's so small it doesn't even have a backstage like you know rosie's gonna be like rubbing shoulders with the plebs and it's just welcome to Leicester (laughs) well yeah um but it's just yeah it just feels personal because Mm. Rosie is part of our community but you feel as though you should you expect a member of the disabled community to have thought of these things but it's not her who's organized this and as far as we know um you know the organizers not thought about this and therefore it's unlikely that they really have any ties with the disabled community and i mean mm. you know if you're listening fucking come at me if i'm wrong tell me how wrong i am tell me about all the you know illnesses and disabilities and problems and whatever that you've got and and how you've thought about doing all these things
0: because i and i will tell you exactly what you have not done and how you've made me as a disabled person who cannot walk up a, a flight of stairs no matter how big that flight of stairs is um how you've made me feel as as yeah. you know yeah you could have glad i would have gladly given you my money but I, i'm now i'm not going to and it's not that i don't want to it's you know hey i can't get
1: in and it's the principle of the fact isn't it really and you know? when when i called them up they said oh you know you can go back to the box office and get your money back and i thought at first i won't because you know this is for a good cause mm-hmm. but there is a part of me there is a little part of me that's like no you know what that's my that's my hard worked for money you yeah, know yeah, absolutely i i could i and i'm I'm sorely tempted to return the 60 quid odds worth of tickets that i've bought yeah. And um, and donate that money to someone else. Yeah. So, and I, I, I don't, I, I do. I'm definitely aware, and I definitely feel bad. You know that uh, I sound like such a fucking pretentious git, but like <laughs> I know that you know Lucy and I have a platform, and I don't want to sit here and badmouth this charity because, nope. for all I know, the work they do is really changing communities and is really helping people and changing lives but the attitude of the people at the front of it and and the the fact that what is more important if if they're trying to serve a community but actually what's more important for them is raising the money yeah i mean you know i should be fucking shocked this capitalism but it it (laughs) stings you know yeah yeah and especially as
0: like i mean alice i would say you are one of my best friends i've said it i've said it publicly many times you are one of my best friends i speak to you more than any other friend i've got but we are if you think about it we are still in that period of time where we are still finding opportunities to to get together and to get to know one another on that more personal level not just through a screen Mm. do you know what i mean and Mm. i think as well it's a it's like oh well that's a bit of a missed opportunity what a shame that because that would have been a really we would have had a, a right we've got plans yeah. you know to try and persuade rosie to come on the show
1: we were going to do like a funny little thing of holding a placard oh, we were going to get a you know, hour, yeah. Kind of stuff. yeah we were yeah, and dinner and drinks beforehand and it was just yeah, gonna just be have a nice time yeah yeah. And and I think that this is this is part of it as well. I think is that there's a part of me that's going. Well, by being inaccessible, mm-hmm. places are just saying, "Well, you know, we don't. You you don't need a social life, disabled people. You don't need to come to fun events. You don't need to do all the nice things that everybody else gets to do because yeah. because we in 2022 are choosing to hold an event in a building that people can't access Mm -hmm.
0: and and can i also say as well the fact that we've been through a pandemic and disabled people are the people that have been most affected in the most horrendous terrific ways they've been shut away from family and friends they've been you know had to lose jobs in some cases you'd think wouldn't you we're just like emerging allegedly out of this pandemic and things are starting to right themselves again and you just think we just want to we just want to go out and have a bit of fun do you know what i mean <laughs> That's, all mm. wanna That's all we, we want
1: to do we wanted to celebrate how much work lucy and i put into the show over the last year and we were like we're going to celebrate it. We're going to go out. We're going to be like, oh, my God, we did this podcast thing. And now we're actually outside with somebody who, you know, wants to listen to what we have to say. And that that really validates us, I think, for me and Lucy, knowing that there are people out there. I mean, uh, when we, we decided to do the competition and um, we had the uh, last history lesson of last year, we were at just shy of 3,000 streams. We are now coming to the end of January less than eight weeks later mm-hmm. and we have had an additional 1,500, so half yeah. as many that, you know, in eight weeks. Mm-hmm. And that, for me and Lucy, it that's people, people out there for the first time for a lot of disabled people there are people who actually want to listen to what we have to say and it's not all about disability sometimes it's about gin sometimes it's about i don't know what else we talk about gin and dogs mostly (laughs) (laughs) gin dogs and history Um, i'll have that on a t-shirt that's a new tagline (laughs) yeah but for for the first time you know people want to hear my experiences and we want to you know people want to hear the experiences of our guests and that's so important to us and it, it's so validating that we've got these people who who do care enough to listen to us it's just unfortunate are you crying i am crying yeah oh for goodness sake i thought this <laughs> you was said supposed those to be a...
0: things you said those things you <laughs>
1: I thought this was supposed to be a flip round, and I was going to be the crier. Can
0: I just say, I've been biting my lips so hard. (laughs) Don't cry, don't cry. But no, it's. I think it's like you just said, Alice. We've achieved so much in this short space of time, where we have both been locked away because of the pandemic and all this malarkey, and there was an opportunity for us as a team i've never met adam i've never met our editor he's, a, he's only seen me in a few teams meetings and through email that's all we've ever known each other as and it was going to be a lovely opportunity for us to all get together and go aren't we bloody brilliant
1: and... you know the first time i met adam i showed him my pants <laughs> what I don't I,
0: I don't
1: I was it was at a house party and uh i my trousers down to show him my new tattoo right okay that's just there's no more to that story that's just the story but yeah <laughs> i just thought i'd share it <laughs> lift the mood a little bit <laughs> <Stop>
0: <laughs> she's me crying.
1: speechless now she's like <laughs> i don't know what to say
0: <laughs> stop me crying um yeah. yeah i just i say it all the time alice but i am extremely proud of us extremely proud and it's just like yeah we like we like hearing you but you can't go out you can't be seen together oh my god no yeah. go out no how dare you um you know um so yeah that's the bit that's obviously see i wasn't gonna get upset but now it's a bit oh yeah <laughs> yeah i forgot that that was why we were going out in the first place never mind um but next year we're gonna have a bigger and better celebration i think yeah. should we try and see if we can and... walk out with birmingham Hippodrome and do a live <laughs> a live even show if it's, even <laughs> if it's just the two of us <laughs> yeah, yeah basically and their access forum because i am part of their access forum okay. so we can, we can get a few of them on
1: <laughs> but i think anyway i think that that's one of like that's a almost quite a nice kind of thing to be to be ending this episode on is to say that, yes, this has happened and this is really shit, but you know what? We are going to go on. We are going to get bigger and better. And also, you know, to say thank you to all of you guys out there who have been listening, who have heard us, wanted to listen to us, who have helped us feel validated and, who have helped us grow by sharing and by reviewing and all of those things. Like, you know, the, the listeners that we have, that all these new listeners that we've got in the last eight weeks. We, hi you know, guys. Yeah. <laughs> hi. But like, hi. Are You there's just every single one of you, like you're, you're making a difference to us and we're trying yeah. to, repay the favour by giving space for guests to share their stories but also you know we we're trying to I think we're trying to just show the outside world what there's there's more to disability and I think it's a real shame that the thing that stopped us from really getting out there and going hey look at how much we've accomplished look how awesome this is and let's celebrate and let's celebrate the disabled community being heard and represented is a really shitty like access oh, like it almost seems like like this is old news surely we've yeah, yeah. we've addressed yeah. this can well we everybody not fix this by now?
0: everybody thought this was fixed in 1995 with the you know the equality act and all that malarkey. Everybody thinks disability is fixed. Well we're here to tell you it's not, right? It's not fixed yes. and it is still shit. But um we're going to we're going to keep we're just going to keep banging that drum until somebody hears us and goes I mean it makes it sound like I'm running for prime minister. I'm not. I don't want that job um i don't, I don't like che- i don't like cheese and wine um uh political uh, it's fine i'll, I'll have yours <laughs> yeah it's fine um <laughs> you can have gin and chips <laughs> yeah are you the chancellor who is the, who is, like, <laughs> the prime minister's right hand person um I, anyway don't know. The deputy prime minister yeah whoever that is alice is my deputy but the thing is we are we it's it's little things like this you get upset like i've just got upset about that it's not it's not the fact that i can't get in a sodding building that's not the upsetting thing what the upsetting thing is it's the missed opportunity to spend time with my friends is what is is really irritating and yes we could just go down the pub down the road but it's not the same because we want to to go and see somebody in a venue where
1: that person is performing so we want to celebrate the fact that Rosie is a disabled comic who is achieving something and is getting out there and representing and she is you know, in the same way that we're trying to put those disabled voices out there, she's doing that. And we that's awesome. And I love mm-hmm. her for that. And it's just crap that probably non-disabled organizers have taken that away from us.
0: Yeah. Um, and also can we just please know this is personal progress for me because when Alice first met me, I was never very good at being confident and uh bragging about my achievements but we are bloody good I think at what we do we're getting better each and every month that goes by we get better at this podcasting arc so that is personal progress
1: that I've just said we want to go out and celebrate how bloody good we were to be fair Um... oh yeah and I've definitely (laughs) only like gone off topic what two or three times there was one point where I was like oh I could tell the story about uh the time I went to a the pub with adam but i chose you, not to you, tell no, you, you did, that story you, you did tell me that you pulled your pants down not your pants yeah, no, but so what i'm, what <laughs> I'm saying is is that i managed to only go off topic like two or three times rather than like 15 <laughs> times yeah is, is so we're getting so better progress
0: progress <laughs> we're, we're getting better people as the episodes go out so yeah we just wanted to do, we just wanted to jump on and sort of say. Well, alice wanted to say
1: alice. i guess i'm sorry and this is kind of shit, but we still love you and we yep. hope that you still like us and we'll keep coming back and um, we'll be back to our regularly scheduled programming uh in two weeks
0: okay and um i'm gonna stop crying now and go and get myself gin
1: yeah okay <laughs> okay Make sure you check out, uh, you sign up for our newsletter because we're doing loads of new bonus stuff and um, there's probably going to be some like, I don't know, there'll be something in the newsletter probably related to this or possibly the opposite of all of the stuff we've talked about here uh, in the newsletter that comes out with this episode. And um, just everybody out there, you know, don't let the inaccessibility get you down. We get it. It's shit. Fight the power! But yes, yes, to yeah. to use <laughs> a a much overused phrase. Yeah, just just keep at it, guys, and yeah. uh, we will see you in a couple of weeks. Chin up, Jock! Bye bye. Thanks for listening to the Label Podcast. If you like the show, you can rate, review, and subscribe, and you can follow us on social media at Labeled Pod. This
0: episode was edited by Adam Hall. Our music was by Maisie Crunden, and we'd like to thank the rest of the team involved.